0: First impressions matter. There are no two ways around it. What's the first thing that someone notices about you? In most cases, it's your face. And most importantly, your skin. If you already aren't, it's time to put your best Face forward. How do you do that? By adding a skincare routine. And you know what? It's not hard. You just don't have the right tools until now. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging, Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skincare and is here to save the day. And all you have to do is use our exclusive code SPIKE911 at Caldera Lab to enjoy 20% off their best products. I use them every night. And guys, trust me, you know when I started doing this stuff? when the ladies in my life when i noticed they were doing it and they were looking better than me you want to know the secret to looking young it's it's you're not going to like it but here it is what you got to quit drinking <laughs> one and then you got to moisturize and caldera lab those two things will change your face forever. So check out their products. I do use them every night. I love Caldera Lab. Get 20% off with our code Spike911 at calderalab.com. C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code Spike911. Jump into skin and first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. Let's start the show. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Taxi Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Why am I playing it? Because when I try to sleep at night, this song is keeping me up. For some reason, it's stuck in my head. And I can't sleep, primarily because I have COVID. But it's such a weird virus that it combined it with the Tijuana Taxi song. And I'm not lying. I got to stop playing it. It's already an earworm in my head. That's right. You have Spike first and in sicko mode. It's finally happened after three years, six months, and many, many days. I joined most of the rest of you and caught COVID somewhere. Don't know. Where did I get it? No clue. Don't care. Probably the gym. Could have been the kids. Might have been a restaurant. Could have been an office full of people. I I don't know. I don't care. I'm grateful that uh, here I am five days later and I seem to be almost better. If you were to look at my test line, though, it's uh, redder than the reddest raccoony eyes. So I might be in for a little bit more of a ride here. But I did not want to miss a show. I am dedicated to you all. I uh, We have not missed one in years. What have we been doing the show for six years now? I wasn't going to miss a show because of COVID. I won't let that happen. Um And uh, especially since there's just so much that I want to talk about. So I've got the guys, I've got Lieberman, I've got Zuckerman, and I've got a a Zoom interface. And we're going to try to do a show for you. This is now ahead of that Zoom. I'm not sure that's going to work out. I know Lieberman probably knows enough about computers and microphones to log on to a Zoom. Probably. Zuckerman I'm not. I'm not so sure what he's planning, but uh, uh, there's tons to talk about. This this Seinfeld 996 uh, that he bought. um, I've been on the phone with Jerry, chatting with him about it. I want to share that with you. Uh, Zuckerman also bought a beautiful car uh, that he wants to share with you. Uh, Rivian is racing at Pikes Peak. What's going on? Something we can talk to Johnny about. Um, So let's get on with it. Let's do a show. gentlemen. Your, re- your reactions to my COVID, Zuckerman. You know, I felt
1: bad for you. I felt bad for <laughs> me that we didn't do double or nothing. But I was actually disappointed that, that you were not immune to it because I had finally come <laughs> to believe you had immunity.
0: You know, if I truly believed that, I would have taken the $10,000 bet. But I just I just knew that my luck was going to run out at some point. And it did three years, six months and a few days it ran out. Lieberman, what 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 did you think? You know, you've been sitting on that news for
2: what? Like a couple of days. What did you think the humor? I was laughing so hard, <laughs> so long just because it's funny. Like you finally got COVID and remember you were sick. And I was like, is it COVID? And you're like, no, nah, it's just allergies. Remember And then the next day you're like, I got COVID. <clears throat> I it
0: was at that point I attested tested twice that was Tuesday and uh I was negative twice and my wife is like why do you keep testing yourself and I go I don't you know I I I remember being upstairs in this gym I go to and I was like God there are a lot of people up here today and there was one weirdo looking coffin guy and Dad. I I don't know I just got a funny feeling that that I'm gonna get this and I tested myself twice that day. She said, stop wasting tests. Everybody went to bed. The next day they flew off and uh, I took a test, forgot about it. I was at my desk working. I looked down bright reds, double bright reds.
1: Double. And that's the only good part is that you waited to get it until everybody was away when you could finally enjoy yourself. And now you got fucked.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. I was looking forward to a week by myself, walking around my house in my underwear, eating pizza, smoking cigars. I I can do the first two things. <laughs> but there was no I almost Johnny. I almost smoked a cigar and the second day. I was feeling cocky. I was like, this uh, this isn't ah. so bad. And then it uh, I call it, uh, you know, and a lot has been said about this. But I don't know that many people have talked about the zombie state of covid which is what I was in for two straight days, where every piece of my personality disappeared and I was wandering around my house without any sort of uh, mission at all. I just did not feel like myself. I didn't really understand where I was or why I would be here. It was, it was a, a zombification. No fever, no real symptoms other than head cold and no more Spike Ferriston, he's gone.
1: The garbage so, truck should have come by like soiling green <laughs> and picked you up.
0: I would have been were, fine with that. I was just like, "Okay, dump me in." Did you have a well, zombie my, my, state? Yeah, of course. You feel like shit,
2: but then I, then I after was, a couple of days I was you just sick board. as a dog. Hold, hold on, don't talk over each other. You in talk the not leave him in. I was I when I had it the one time. I was just I had a like a fever for four days, horrible, and then I just like. I couldn't even take out the trash cans. Like I would do that, I'd take them out, and then like I'd have to lay down for two hours. You know what <laughs> right. I, mean?
0: I am like, always impressed when something comes along that can erase who you are. And uh, two days, in, I took a nap, and I woke up, and I, I went, "Oh, here I am. I'm back online. <laughs> Spike Feresten is here again." It was a very weird experience. Then, then there was the usual crap. Like again, no fever, but chills and hot flashes. Every 30 minutes alternating, I I was menopause. I was very, very impressed with this uh, virus. And here we are, I think, a week later. And uh, it's what it's Sunday for us. It's Wednesday for these guys. I hope to be over it completely. But um, we were going to miss the show. So put up with the Zoom interface, everybody. Um, We're going to we're going to Good Lieberman. Remember what I said about Zoom?
2: You got to wait for people to stop or it's just going to be crazy sounding. Go ahead. Well, my second thought was that son of a bitch, because we were with you on Sunday. No, when you were obviously had it last week because it lasts 10 days. And that was eight days ago. What what are you talking about?
0: I didn't have it until Wednesday of last week. you, You didn't test positive, but you probably had it. No. Oh, my God. Here we go. I wish I, I could be I <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come to your house right
2: now. Pierre, you don't get it for 4 days.
0: No, you don't let get it for me, 4. Days. Let me let me educate you about this since I just went through a production where it was very important. Very important that you weren't around people who had it. When when you're testing positive on those uh, uh, over the counter tests, right? The antigen test. That's when you're contagious. Up until that moment, we're not worried about you, which means like my family, who I was with Tuesday, they're all fine. I had tested negative twice that day. There was no evidence of virus in my nose. I was not contaminating anyone. Sunday before that, I was not sick. Whatever we were doing together. What were we
2: doing? Podcasting? We were po- I, didn't, I, I didn't get anywhere near you, so that was good. I said That's good because I wasn't sick. Were anyway, let's do a show.
0: We <laughs> where were we? It's the, it's the old men with dementia show. Where where I were was, we all? It was at least It was Father's Day you.
1: at
2: your house, Paul.
1: Oh, oh my god.
0: True. That was a good, that was a fun show. Yeah. All right, the first order of business, gentlemen, and uh the car I want to take apart first is the Seinfeld 996. If you haven't heard, Jerry Seinfeld uh bought a one-off Porsche 911 for 1.3 million dollars. Give or take. Um, yeah, give or take <clears throat> in the uh, what was that uh, auction? Sounds like giving.
1: The 75th anniversary Broad Arrow auction in Atlanta.
0: Correct. And I got on the phone with Jerry to say, you know, I really don't understand this car. I, uh, You know, a 996 for one point three million dollars. Um, the first thing Jerry said really made me laugh. This is no Sally Carrera. And I said, go go ahead and explain and Zuckerman, I'll let you explain that. But didn't the Sally Carrera sell for like three million? Yes, but
1: yeah, (laughs) Sally Carrera sold for three million, but it was merely an appearance package. And OK, the shorthand of that, that's the shorthand for what the car is not. Versus what
0: it is. But it turns out this is a very special nine nine six um, built off a 1999, the car uh, GT three that we were looking for, for the uh, for that uh, Haggerty Le Mans special that we did. We could not find, by the way, could not source what tell everybody what you know about this car, Zuckerman. And I can fill in the blanks about uh, uh, what you don't and why this car is so special and why it is worth uh, a million plus dollars.
1: What I understand is that they took a ninety nine 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 six. I don't think they had a GT three that year, but they took this car plus another car. The not, well, let me just stop
0: you there. The first year of the GT three was nineteen ninety nine. It was, was a Euro okay, only. So it was
1: yeah. I, Oh, the I,
2: 996.
1: I stand corrected then. So they took. They basically completely re-engineered this car with the use of a donor car um, as like a test mule. They went through the entire chassis. They reinforced the chassis. They took a brand new engine off of the shelf. They worked on the the aerodynamics. They worked on the chassis, the suspension, and the engine to create the most perfect uh, 996 GT3 that never existed.
0: Johnny, do you know anything about the car?
1: Nothing.
0: <laughs> As he drops his glasses. I can tell you what Jerry said, too, that was really interesting. He said, you know, in 99, when they were making this 996 GT3, there were a lot of there was a lot of technology they didn't have. So so when they built this tribute model in 2022, they decided to put some of the new technology into this older GT3. Which I asked him, you know, I had just driven that 996 GT three in um, racing with Giants, and I said, you know, the steering is a little squirrely in the front. He goes, not in this car, because there were so many elements of it: the ducktail spoiler, the double bubble roof, the eighteen-inch Fuchs wheels, the, the interior. Yeah. The more he began talking about it, the more excited I got because, that, you know, just having driven that nine eight six GT three, it was already a great car, and now here it is. This one-off rebuilt by the factory, right? This just yeah. one-off car
2: that's so different. What, I, I guess my my question is what What did this car? It was built in 2022, or it was just refurbished?
1: It was built in 2022.
2: Okay, okay. Yes. They, interesting so, car. Yeah, I don't know so, anything about it. What they did is
0: they sourced a 99 GT3 that was a wreck, right? took it back to the factory and rebuilt a newer, better 996 GT3 with existing technology from 2022, the current, the best technology. So elements of preservation, but also improvements that they would have done had they known about such things. And Um, it took
1: a lot of it. It was more than just putting this together because they had to get it to pass U.S crash testing and U S requirements such that it can actually be registered. Unlike those, uh, nine, nine, three, the gold nine nine threes they recently did. Right. Right. One thing you told me that I really like: those fukes are one of a kind. They're not, yeah. any, they're not in any other car. There were five of those t- wheels existing and all five are on this car.
0: Yeah. It, I, I was genuinely surprised. I couldn't understand for the life of me why Jerry bought it. I, I couldn't understand why he showed up to the Porsche parade in Palm Springs to pick it up. And he drove it all the way back to L.A. with Sam, um, his longtime friend and car Um And and I called him and I said, look, don't be insulted. I just don't understand why you spent this money on that car. And he, uh, you know, just He'll he'll come on and talk about it. But but what he said in that short phone call really lit me up. I it was just not even on my radar. This car's Zuckerman, Was it yours? I mean, did you even uh, give no, it a second I thought?
1: No, I had no idea. I just went past it on the bro, on the on the auction catalog. It, it was just a, a quick swipe. And, right. and that was it. I can sign <laughs> it. I can sign it. it to nothingness. And and I have to go back and look, he tells me. The oh, interior. I know. Oh, hold on, Johnny. Don't interrupt. He says also the interior was is one of a kind uh, tailored by the exclusive department that the leathers and the materials used are, are exquisite. We, and it was just a swipe. Oh. Goodbye. No.
2: Go ahead, Johnny. I was just going to say everyone I know that owned a 996 texted me on that day and said, Hey, tell Jerry that he could have bought mine for 20,000, you know, like that, <gasps> that, that a big joke." <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. got about seven of those.
0: Well, it is the, uh, the highest priced 996 ever sold and uh, Seinfeld once again, ahead of all of us on this car. And, you
2: know, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Zuckerman. I, you and I have this rule that you never buy a car and then drive it a long distance back. You just, you just don't do that. It, It's, it's only uh, can be disappointing. It will, um, it
1: will punish you.
0: It will punish you. And I said, did it punish you? He said it was, One of the greatest drives he's ever taken. So there you go. Johnny.
2: I was just going to say, I was looking at a 996 GT3 this morning at a Cars and Coffee and like, you know, the the 996, 997, there's just such a good size. Like I really do Mm -hmm. love the way the new cars drive. And, you know, modern, modern power and modern, you know, steering you know they arguably handle better but like the size is so good on on the on a 996 gt3 it's just such a great small sports car than to have one which i'm sure do do we know the power it makes we do not yet
0: um yeah
2: so i might have it probably it right makes here. a boatload of power uh 380 you know, so. 381 horsepower Okay, so uh, that's like a base career these days. But was the size, it's light. I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it's a great car. It is a lot of money, but it's a. I'm sure it's a great. Well,
0: car. It, it was. It was not as. It's expensive. all relative. As the Sally Carrera model, which sold for $3.6 million in 2022, Zuckerman. (laughs) All right, let's do an ad. Hey, our next sponsor is Roan. And uh, I always get excited when a sponsor steps forward and I'm already using their clothing. And Roan is one of those companies. Um, You know, it's difficult to find stuff to wear It's if you're like me old the older clothes uncomfortable and tight and they never feel right well that's what led me to roan to begin with um men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and roan stepped up to the challenge roan's commuter collection is the best most comfortable breathable flexible set of products known to man and here's why you know I, they sent me a bunch of this stuff bunch more and uh, I tried it on. It, it's it's those clothes you never want to take off. You know, you wear, if you if you were like me and you're wearing jeans all the time and you're sitting behind a desk and it, it just doesn't feel right. These clothes that they sent, they sent this beautiful white crisp shirt and some uh, some navy blue like uh, stretchy pants that just look like dress pants are so damn comfortable. I put them on. I walked around in the house with them for a little while. It's really an amazing stuff. And what I wear uh, mostly from them before they sent this these dress clothes over was the tennis gear. I, it was cold over the winter, and I wanted to play tennis, and I needed something light and flexible and long sleeve that I could wear out in the tennis court on Sunday nights around 9 o'clock. And uh, Roan was it for me. Um, It's time for you to feel confident without the hassle with Roan's Wrinkle Release Technology. Wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the products. It's easy. You guys got to check this stuff out, Um, especially this commuter collection. You wear it when you're you're sitting on the subway, you're in the car, and you just want to be comfortable. This stuff looks great, and it feels great. Um, And it can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash bike 911. Rhone, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash spike 911 and use promo code spike 911 to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone dot com slash spike 911 and use code spike 911. It's time to find your corner office for comfort. All right. Um, Zuckerman, you also bought something. Why
1: don't you tell us what you bought? At that auction, I bought a 1953. Bent window, 356. A bent window, which I think is in German is a, a niebe, schaiba. niebe schaiba.
2: You're a niebe schaiba. Look at you.
1: <laughs> I'm bent. <laughs> I'm bent, yes. So I got a 1953 bent window in azure blue, and I'm excited. I have I have been on this Porsche journey for quite some time, and I finally arrived at the beginning of of their offerings with a full appreciation for them. And I'm very excited by this car.
0: How did it uh, you bought this car sight unseen? Nobody checked it out for you, right? How did it show up?
1: It showed up looking beautiful. I got onto the uh, into the car when it was on the flatbed tilted. Uh, I removed the handbrake and I had my foot on the the gas on the brake on the brake and I almost rolled over the guy's head. Uh The brakes were completely frozen and useless. I am so lucky I didn't pop this guy's head like a zit.
0: <laughs> How did they get it on? Nobody says anything nobody, like when nobody
1: they gives you a warning. By the way, there's really no brakes on this car. There's really no clutch on this car. It started right up. The car runs beautifully. I sent the car to the shop, really worried about what I'd gotten myself into. And to my relief, the, the mechanic called up to say, this car was completely restored and nobody touched the brakes to the clutch. Once everything was installed, the brakes are brand new. There's not a speck of dust from the pads in the drum. They just never been adjusted whatsoever. Same for the clutch. Uh, the oil uh, didn't need to be changed. It was brand it was brand new in there. And as I understand it, the car was finished by the the family of uh, the family of the prior owner. The car was owned by one family for sixty years. They restored it. And I guess they finished it a couple of years ago and never drove it. So I should get it. Um, it, Everything's in order. Um, The mechanics just sanding the brakes pads so that they, they, the arc is proper for the drums and they don't uh, and they don't pull and I'm ready to go. I'm told it's fantastic. And I know it looks fantastic.
0: The car is beautiful. I saw it. But don't you get angry when a car basic things on it aren't working? I mean, somebody knew about it and just decided, well, that's this guy's problem. Do you call do you call anyone there and just go, hey, guys, you know, you
1: know, I think that's the nature of buying (laughs) it at an auction. I don't think I've I have never bought a car at an auction that has worked right. And generally I don't buy and I always figured with this car, there, there are so few 53s out there. You get it and you fix it up. What I heard actually was way better than I expected. So I'm actually happy uh, with what I've heard. It was a relief. It's a relief because it could have yeah. been terrible. Yeah, it well, the, been car, terrible. The,
0: the car is stunning. I mean, I was reminded of it. I mean, the only thing I can do here in the house, Zuckerman, as you know, is uh, is get out and drive. I, I took the old Land Rover out. I needed to, uh, to be human again yesterday and uh, picked up the Targa. Remember that Targa yes. we have? It was in my <laughs> hangar. And uh, I was reminded of the, 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 the simple uh, Porsche buying axiom and rule that, uh, that is so true um, because I had such a lovely drive in it uh, on a beautiful day, even though I felt like crap. And it's, it's get car, sort car, enjoy car. I have not been in that car. I don't think I've been in that car for four months. I started it up. And as I'm leaving the airport, I was so happy. I was so blown away by the smoothness and how just everything was perfect in it. And I remembered, you know, we had taken the time to after getting it to sorting that car right, you know, right down to the tires, the steering the front, everything. And you're so happy you did that work. And that's the whole game because that drive. Brings this me really back weird. to life. Yeah, it brought it's me. It hard. made me happy for the first time in four days. Which nine eleven was, was this? This was the eighty two nine eleven SC Target mm-hmm.
2: in the, the, blue, a simple car, car. That, but it's and that was,
0: so smooth, so nice that it y- it rewards you for the work you do on it, and which is absolutely. you know just say, you know adding to what you're about to do to that blue car. You'll get the work done. You sort it, and then it'll be right. It'll
1: be great. You know the, that eighty two Target was my COVID driver. Really? This is our COVID car. That, I <laughs> that
2: car. Did I you get COVID? COVID? Did you get COVID from the car spike? Was that? I was in the car right before I caught <laughs> it.
1: My residual COVID was. So, wait, there.
0: Zuckerman, you were in this car when you were sick?
1: When I was but that was months and months ago. But I actually I was sick and I was bored. <laughs> it was the car I had. And I drove from West Hollywood down Robertson onto the 10. I took PCH <laughs> North to Sunset and I looped all the way back to West Hollywood. And you that's know, the Spike, drive I was doing in that car with COVID.
2: Spike, if there's a strain of COVID that can survive outside the human body for <laughs> months, it would be the Zuckerman strain, <laughs> Zuckerman strain. right? The
0: Zuckerman variant <laughs> the Zuckerman It's Zuckerman very Zuckerman strong. Barrier. Yeah. This
1: ain't
0: a variant. yeah, I was having I was having tangerines and I had no place to eat them. So I was just balancing them on the stick shift and didn't think that could be a problem. But perhaps your dirty, grubby hands.
2: like COVID pause. Your COVID paws. So I drove uh, an amazing 9-11 this morning that Paul seemed to have some experience with. Um, it was a factory special wishes, Wondersange. um uh, it was 85 slant nose, 930 Turbo S. Wow. In excellent, excellent shape. Very healthy. Um, Whose car was this? It belongs to Auto Kennel. Do you know that guy, Paul? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Dogs and cars. Auto Kennel. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was great was while while he was driving to the cars and coffee, it sold. <laughs> so oh, I like, really? I was like, can I drive it? He's like, yeah, because I'm already out with it, you know? He's uh, terrific. He's he's got
0: a funny operation. He's never, but I but I really do want him to change the name of the place from the dog. Nobody wants to be thinking about dog kennels when they buy cars, and he's got beautiful cars. Don't you think agree, Zuckerman? He's a great guy. I he's got beautiful 90, cars. You bought I, the the what? 95
2: the, Cabriolet. That's fantastic cars. Just but this nobody, one. I don't want to think about dog smell. This Your one, too. though, man. <laughs> the um the the paint, it, I think he said. Here's what Paul said: Only two Porsches have ever been painted this color. It's called Brilliant Rot, so it's brilliant red. And they wow. apparently paint the whole thing white and then paint it red, so it has this like kind of glow from underneath it, and just absolutely a fantastic color. And you know, Paul, we we're talking about it. Like supposedly it's 330 horsepower, but it's probably closer to 400 in yeah. real life. Yeah. And Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's something else with that turbo lag. And then when it kicks in, bam.
2: And it, it kicks in like at like 4,500. It's pretty up there in the rev range, but it, it really is an animal. And it's like, you know, it's a four speed that's good for 175 miles an hour. So the gears are 10 miles long, but it really moves. Like it's it was I, a really cool thing to drive.
1: I have a debate with Marco from from TLG about this. I think that the four speed mated to the slant nose, high horsepower turbo is great because you could just be in second and you can stay in boost the whole time. Yeah. Second or third. You, you've yeah. got boost and torque the whole time.
2: I was shocked. He was also explaining how weird the car is. Like the 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 Testarossa kind of slats are made of wood. Uh, yeah. Because I guess these things they built like it was a regular 911 that got pulled off the assembly line and taken across the street to a garage and they were just kind of like hand done up, you know, they, they they put on the slant nose, it was like a, a 928 motor like popped the headlights up. Um, they just had to do all these weird modifications and they're all kind of like little janky but 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 factory and kind of cool. So it was, was it was a, it was a really nice experience.
1: If you're going to get the slant nose, you have to get the special wishes as opposed to the factory option cars from 87 to 89. That's what they call that option code 505 before then, I believe from 81 until 86, they only made 300 of those cars. They are weird, but they're fun.
2: Yeah. And he was saying the, the, the Sonderwunsch one, they only made 200 and this was a, this was destined to California. Um, you know, it's been in California and it just, it's its like a time capsule of the eighties. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all everyone was looking at it. Everyone's just screaming, cocaine, cocaine, you know, because it's just, <laughs> this, this is like David Lee Ross car. You know what I mean? And, like,
1: and it's no surprise people killed themselves in that thing in the, 80s. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Especially with like tires back then with that kind of power that snaps on like real suddenly, you know? So it was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> uh, Porsche. Uh,
0: Clearwater, our Mike there sent us a text, Zuckerman. I don't know if I shared it with you. The four RS has finally left Emden and is headed to Benicia, and the Porsche Experience at LA should be reaching out soon to schedule delivery. I'm not sure where either of those
1: places are. Okay. Emden is in the north of Germany. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that my great 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 grandfather Jacob Emden was the was the rabbi of that town. Wow. Yes, we have fallen since then. <laughs> what a what a what a
0: weird coincidence that is. And what about Benicia? I have no clue. That that sounds you like take Benicia for male pattern baldness. Um, <laughs> so so what does that mean? How long is it on the boat? Generally, I forget. Like a month.
1: I think a few weeks. But I think Benicia must be in Florida, right? And they're going to ship it from Florida to here.
0: Uh, has left them and is headed to Benicia.
2: I will Google Benicia for us. It sounded like Italy. <laughs> no, it's, wait. There's, there's a, there's a Calif- Benicia, California. Oh, you're right. Yeah, there's a Benicia. No, but it wouldn't be that. I mean, maybe it would be that. It's, it's up in the Bay Area. Well, there you uh, go. Maybe, and maybe, and it is a port town. It's right. Yeah. Well, it, maybe, you know. maybe
0: it's coming faster, uh, faster than we think. Well, look at that. I had totally forgotten about the car until that moment. Can you imagine that? Send but it
1: back. Let's so wait another year.
0: <laughs> also, forgotten my name and my family's names. <laughs> I don't know if that's the COVID. You know, uh, I currently, by the way, guys, I have no uh, smell and I have no taste, and I it's pretty good. I think this is pretty good. I, I'm what? not sure why people complain about this. <laughs> Nothing, because uh, smells annoy me, and now I have no annoying smells in my life. But are, are you like, a, are you a picky eater? What's that? Are you a picky uh, eater? I no. But but I and and it's weird. I have not uh, been it doesn't bother me that I can't taste things. I can look at the peanut M&M and go, oh, I know what I'm eating. It's
2: I mean, just it's I, the th- same. It's kind of the last joy left in my life is food. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> food and I, cigars. Look, I thought had I not experienced
0: this, I would agree with you. But then uh, I've been thinking I'm like this. A world without smells isn't so bad because you. If if uh there's bad smells around you a lot or annoying smells
2: or but, your your family eats foods you don't like. But I mean that kind of thinking is like a world without sound, a world without <laughs> life isn't so bad. I'm and just saying this, in
0: your mouth. <laughs> I'm not missing it. I did I ate some I found some melon in the fridge and I ate it and later realized it was rotten melon, <laughs> but it didn't matter. Yeah, I couldn't dude, smell it. You'd <laughs> have to <mold> the feces. <laughs> it didn't it didn't taste bad. It didn't smell bad. It was growing mold and it was mushy, but I was fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not such a bad world. You're gonna be on the toilet for the next three days. <laughs> That's he fine too.
1: He won't smell it. No big deal. It won't matter.
0: It's pretty good. All right, let me do one more ad, and then we'll keep going. It's time to talk about Nord That's right Zuckerman is a Nord (laughs) Nord is that VPN You've been looking for the most popular VPN out there. Get online protection with a single click. Stay safe from malware with threat protection. It's the fastest VPN on the planet. And it's more than just a VPN. It has threat protection shields, which shield you from malware, trackers, and ads. Dark Web Monitor notifies you if someone leaks your credentials. MeshNet allows you to connect to your devices remotely and securely. Dedicated IP helps you avoid CAPTCHAs. That's right, avoid Captchas jaws and block lists privacy oriented they don't track or share what you do online your data is always protected by next generation encryption extra perks and features let me tell you they have a 30-day money-back guarantee for all users so you try it for 30 days if you don't like easy what trust me once you're into the nord vpn you don't give it away you feel naked without it um, they have dedicated apps for all major platforms. One account protects up to six devices. And the big bonus here, NordPass Password Manager. One password for all your passwords. Get your exclusive SCR and Nord VPN deal at nordvpn.com slash spike911. nordvpn.com slash spike911. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. All right, we're back. Now, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on this stupidity out in the world. Who is going to win in a fight, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg? The press currently reporting this as if it's a real story that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to have a cage match because the two were joking around with each other on Twitter about uh, who could win in a fight or some other stupidity. And this has become one of the biggest stories in the world that and it's weird to watch this reported that Elon is going to fight Zuckerberg. (laughs) First of all, do you agree like me that this this was just two idiots commenting, talking to each other on Twitter? It's not a real fight. They haven't agreed to
2: anything, right? I don't know. I mean, could they do it in a submarine? Is that possible? Like get the billionaires into the submarine and let that but that's, work but out. but you hear what I'm saying? The, uh, I don't know. Look, Dana, Dana
0: white from UFC is say he's asserting and, and here's a very legit, you know, trust everything. Dana white says, both guys are absolutely dead serious. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, let's take this apart in a couple of different ways. First, Who's going to win this? Zuckerman oh,
1: monkey hair, The guy with the monkey hair. monkey hair's is...
0: going to win.
2: Right.
1: Mark Zuckerberg's
0: going to win. Hands down. Right. I saw <laughs> I
2: saw some picture of Zuckerberg. Apparently he's like Jeff Bezos. He's like very buff and like does some kind of like mixed martial art training. Really? Uh,
0: he, he's another weirdo. You know, he, he yeah. remember we went through that phase where he was only eating what he killed. So he had this special <laughs> ranch where he killed shit that he could eat. <laughs>
2: And he's doing some sort of martial arts training, which which is cool. I I totally get it. But Um, Elon's big. I've met Elon a few times. He's a large gentleman, but uh, I imagine Zuckerberg is a small guy. When you look at Elon Musk, first
0: of all, he's an older guy. He's 51 years old. Uh, Zuckerberg's 39 appears to eat right and exercise properly.
1: And Musk seems to take the right drugs, drink the right booze, smoke the right weed. He
0: would appear if I were guessing, and it's my opinion, that he's drinking, taking drugs and not doing any working out and is out of his mind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's good. The out of the mind part is good for a fight, you know?
0: Yeah, but he'll Tucker himself out in the first minute. While Zuckerberg, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Musk, you know, you Musk can look, look at Zuckerberg, look, look at what he's built and the, the, the methodology of what he's built and how he would approach this fight. He would train, he would stay, cu- he would have consultants and telling him where it goes wrong and how to conserve your energy and how to fight. And and furthermore, he's already fighting. It sounds like he's doing this in a ring somewhere already. He would wipe the floor with this guy. But why? would these two guys who have all the money in the world and all the power they could ever want, why, why would they resort to reality show spectacle?
1: To save all the money in the world and all the power in the world. You just answered the question makes you an idiot. Apparently
2: (laughs) they're idiots, right? Yes. This is idiotic. It's so stupid. Why why would you risk it? Like let's, (laughs) Let's say, like you know, there's a good punch to your temple and it kills you, or you yeah. break your brain out. You know what I mean? Like you fall funny and break your neck. Like wh- if you have, what do they have between them? Like three hundred billion dollars? Why would you even do anything? Like what are they? What are they doing? Like, <laughs> right. Well, I, I mean,
0: and then, you know, why are they to, on
2: Twitter? What, what? I hate
0: to go on a rant about the media, but the way the media is reporting this as if it's like it's it's again, it's I've never seen people just commenting and going, yeah, I'll fight you. And that that being taken as the word now there's a fight happening. Don't you need to call them up and go, hey, we saw this. Is this really going to happen before you report that Elon and Zuck are planning to fight each other? I have no idea. It's reti- I mean, it, I, it, it's they're trying to will it into existence with story after story on every single site. But come on, what
2: possible motive, like what possible motive does, does either of these guys have to do this? I, 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 I like I said, why would they even be on Twitter? If I had that much money, you'd never hear from me again. Like, exactly like, oh, right. I mean, it would be the
0: biggest it's the biggest
2: fight ever. Well, Yeah. Of course it would, but you couldn't,
0: you don't yeah. need it. It's not bigger than you. It it would not be bigger than you.
2: You're already bigger than the biggest fight ever. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And and it's also like, so what if you win? And it's, it's it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, they're not doing it for money. I can't believe like Musk is like, I want to kick Zuckerberg's ass. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. This
0: is some like, you know, South Park run that we, you know, you'd write (laughs) for South Park. Who would win in a fight between? It doesn't seem like reality, right? No. Which is a good reason for one. You know, I'd like to see it happen, but it's, you know, what a circus. I don't get it. Would you watch it? I mean, of course you'd watch it, right? It would be be amazing to watch.
2: I don't know. I, I, it, it would probably be a really bad one-sided fight. You know, It'd be a boring fight. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just imagine having a hundred billion or million dollars. What? How much do they have? Billion. They have a hundred billion, right? Together. Yeah. I think Elon oh, like has Musk has more. like a hundred and fifty billion or a hundred and eighty billion. Like, right. I would just buy a country, <laughs> and like rule as the king. You know, like oh, Johnny bought Suriname. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it makes no sense. Um,
0: there's some writing here about their weights. Musk weighs an estimated 187. I would say that's oh, low.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's low, right? He's, he's he's
0: 250. He's a
2: 250. big guy. He's, I, I he's he's a big he's a large he's a barrel chested man. He's a big guy. And it says Zuckerberg weighs less than 154
0: pounds. <laughs> I think that's wrong too. <laughs> That could be about right if he if he's like he's probably in the 160 range. He's I just don't know. have a sense of how tall he is, but I think he's like five, seven. Clearly, one guy's in shape and one guy's not one guy's younger. The other guy's older. I mean, it would really the 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 title would be, hey, do you want to see Elon Musk get the shit kicked out of him? That's what (laughs) the name of this event would be. Many people do. Many people do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. See, the well. two of them should like tag team like an actual fighter, like two on one, like get a real fighter and they fight him at the same time. Like, has there, know, feel- yeah, but but has there ever been one of these
0: celebrity fights that, you know, they, they, they're all front end hype and then in reality, they're either disappointing or sad. Right. The only
2: good one, the only good one was uh, Thor Bjornsson. Thor uh, Bjornson, the mountain from Game of Thrones, fought Eddie Hall. So both of them were the world's strongest men. Eddie was 2017. Thor was 2018. They hate each other because uh, Thor feels that Eddie cheated or his win was illegitimate. So they actually, like, trained as boxers for 18 months. Thor actually did some boxing fights, and they, you know, and, like, you know, the combined weight of these two guys was over 600 pounds and they fought each other. And it was a pretty good six round fight. Thor eventually beat the shit out of them, but it was like actually decent boxing. Um, that was the only one that wasn't like pathetic to look at. Cause they, they took it seriously and trained and trained and trained, but that's the only celebrity fight I've ever seen. That was any good.
1: I never even heard of those people.
2: Well, they won the world's strongest man. You've seen the mount. You've seen game of Thrones. He's a, you know, the mountain. There have been a lot of them here. I'm just looking up a lot of them. Um, f- the very first one was
0: 1979 Muhammad Ali versus Lyle Alzado followed yeah, uh, man. many years later by Danny Bonaducci versus Donny Osmond.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Classic.
0: <laughs> I, I would definitely, I would definitely go back and uh, uh, enjoy that fight. Um, let me see. Danny Bonaducci then fought again in 2002 versus Barry Williams. <laughs> so Partridge family versus the Bradys. Um, this was Didn't celebrity. Bought fight at some point. He Joey bought uh fought Joni China Laura. Oh, that's a woman. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, very star- Well, And 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 here's one I don't remember. Ricky Gervais fought uh, Grant Bovey. Really. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Tonya Harding, Samantha Browning, <laughs> Jack Osborne, Bradley McIntosh, Dolph Lundgren, Oleg Takitarov. <laughs> and then here we are in 2009. Danny Bonaduce again fights Jose Conseco, which was a draw. Wait, oh, they've got, they've got uh, Danny Bonaducci when he fought. Barry Williams won, which is important. And when Danny Bonaduce fought Donnie Osmond, Bonaducci won again. Yeah, he was in
2: shape. He was in shape, but he had a draw against Kaseko. Kaseko was a monster. Remember that guy was like two hundred and sixty pounds of steroids. Here's a sad
0: one: Rodney King fighting Simon Oud, whoever that was. I Rodney King fought somebody. That's sad.
2: Well, he needed money. That's the thing. These two don't need money. They need. He others. won the
0: fight. He won the fight. Um. This doesn't this can't be the same, James Taylor. Rob Kardashian versus James Taylor.
1: No, it can't be the old. It can't be James Taylor.
2: <laughs> Sweet baby James. I think it's a different James Taylor. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Jose
0: Conseco then fought again. Jose Conseco then fought again. Uh Coolio fought Jeremy Jackson. Oh, that's good. Lost. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Mitt Romney versus Evanda Holerfield? That's not true, is it? That's not true. Yeah. No, no. Someone no, just added not. that is <laughs> <laughs> added that in there. Who would put that in there? And then we're into the Jake Pauls and the rest of them. So I guess there's a long history of these fights. I can't think of and I'm looking at all of them. I, I'm not looking at
2: any of them that, that don't either make me sad or just depressed that they happened. Well, Muhammad Ali versus Lyle Alzado, actually, depending on uh, 79. That could have been interesting. I mean, maybe Janet Bonitucci and Donnie Osmond. Yeah, we- <laughs>
0: maybe we peaked in, in 94. But but come on after that. Forget it. Um, Johnny, there's a Pikes Peak uh,
2: Rivian racing. What do you know about it? Oh, it, it did OK. It, it uh, I have the results right here. The, the wow. race was today um it did i'm looking at it oh what's that guy's name uh-huh. gardner nichols so he he did okay he was eighth in his class he tied a guy that i lost to last year uh Gilles nadu from quebec so Gilles was back in his gt4 so the rivian lost by like oh did we lose johnny
0: Thank God. <laughs> he went down with the ship. Should we even try to get him back?
1: Johnny. Where's <laughs> Johnny?
0: He's getting... <laughs> he was un... he was unwrapping his paper and he just disappeared from the Zoom interface. Bye, Johnny. It doesn't matter. Almost so I, can... almost go on. I was gonna I was gonna talk to you about this story. We'll see if he pops back on. Um this FedEx story, I, I I knew you'd be amused by. Did you see it? That Wait FedEx, has, Federal Express, has been accused of the largest odometer rollback fraud in history oh, with their used vans. Well, well, we'll get to it, Johnny. Hey, what I'm happened? Back. Okay, go uh, ahead. You, wrap, you up, wrap, wrap up. Wrap up that story. That's okay.
2: Yeah. No. So it did. It did. You know, it. It. The Rivian was a little bit slower, like seven hundredths of a second slower than the slowest uh porsche gt4 club sport wow. which is good for a 7100 pound truck you know was
0: this their first uh time up there yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah no their their engineers are part of what's called the sendy club and um the sendy club does robin shoots car so robin has won pike's peak i think now five years in a row he won today mm-hmm. again so the Riving engineers uh you know, they they tow the thing around with the Rivian. So they're they they know Pikes Peak well. And this is this guy, Gardner Nichols, who I met last year, who drove it. So, you know, good result. But yeah, pretty good race. Like it looked like well, they had perfect weather. Apparently it was hot and sunny and nice out. Wow. So yeah. I was what uh... do you, what,
0: I, I I can never get a fix on where you are with your Rivian. Are you happy with that truck right now and happy with the company, or are you still feel like they're in a beta stage?
2: i'm mostly happy it just like it just does um like i I love the physical truck itself like physically as a vehicle the power the handling the off-road ability the features i love it there was like a software update the other day that like screwed around with the air conditioning and now my air conditioning suddenly sucks it was great and now it's like it's not that cold right so like stuff like that drives me crazy um the my it has a powered uh cover for the bed, you know, a tonneau cover. Which you know, when I bought the thing, they were like, it's gonna break and it broke. And now I have put in a bunch of like panels in the back that you can tie stuff to. And I'd like to be able to close it. And there, there's apparently is the solution, but they haven't implemented it yet. So you know, I bought it during its first year of production. And it's but I, I'm very happy with it. I'm very there happy. Yeah. All right. Our final
0: thing that I introduced when you disappeared um, is FedEx, accused of the largest odometer rollback fraud in history with used vans. FedEx allegedly replaced odometers on used vans and then intentionally sold them with inaccurate mileage. Zuckerman, what are we
2: doing, Zuckerman?
0: What what is this? Uh, however, FedEx pays a lawsuit for selling such fans. Uh, this would be if uh, they are accused of perpetrating the largest odometer rollback fraud in history. Zuckerman, your thoughts? Well,
1: it's I, anything's conceivable. Uh, criminal minds, maybe there's somebody that is responsible for selling these vehicles and takes a percentage and has been has been doing this, but how they thought they wouldn't get caught. I don't know. But I I, I tend to believe it could be it's quite possibly true.
2: Is there, oh, is customers there money who... to be made? What's from it, from your profession? Is there money to be made? Oh, hell
1: yeah. Oh, if it's true, <laughs> if it's true, it's a big it's, it's a big lawsuit. How much
0: lot, are we talking here Do you think it's well, well, first of all, let's separate something. Is it civil or is it criminal?
1: It could be both. i but i I would tend to think it's probably a civil filing. Somebody probably uh, there's probably um, one or two people have bought these vehicles and have then gone back and done a carfax or something and figured out that uh, the mileage is off and that the odometers are not the odometers that that the car was delivered or the vehicle delivered new with. So then a, a lawyer brings a class action um, and starts to engage in discovery. And so on, be- your,
2: on, on your end, uh, like how many, I don't care about dollars, but how many GT3s could could a, could a law firm get out of this?
1: It would be a lot because FedEx has a lot of vehicles. They are a large (laughs) fleet of vehicles.
0: They got a lot of money too. They got (laughs) a lot of money. (laughs) Here's what the lawsuit alleges. All right, replacing odometers in many of its vans with new ones that read zero miles using the vans for a bit longer after that than selling them at auction with a hundred thousand miles or less on the new odometers. Um, With such low indicated mileage, business owners were buying the vans for top dollar, thinking that they were still pretty fresh. However, their real mileage was sometimes as much as four times the odometer readout, thus leading to countless mechanical issues that would cost the customers far more in money. Is that that RICO,
2: Zuckerman? Is that a RICO violation? no, nah, no, it's it's it, across state is,
1: lines. This is a civil lawsuit. Um, Acor-
0: according to KN uh, KTNV in Las Vegas, Tom Layton of Henderson, Nevada, first noticed FedEx's rollbacks in 2017. Oh boy, uh, Layton, who's been buying and selling trucks and vans for 36 years, bought a FedEx freightliner truck with 180,000 indicated miles when he sold the truck. His buyer hooked it up to a computer that told him the real mileage was 400,000 miles. Since then, customers, California. Tennessee, New Jersey, Florida, and Virginia have all noticed odometer rollbacks.
2: Ooh, Rico, oh. come on, Zuckerman. that's crossing <laughs> state lines with criminal, criminal intent. Yeah, it's an,
0: I mean, I mean, when you're doing it in a state, you're up against charges, right? It sucks. I mean, what okay. happens when it's okay. in all of these states?
1: Well there's there's two different systems there's civil and there's criminal this would appear to have been taken up by a civil attorney who wants to get civil damages. And it, whether it gets taken up by any state's attorney general or criminal justice system, I can't say. But those are they're two separate systems. So we, it appears a civil lawyer is bringing some type of class action, unfair business practices, fraud claim in the civil arena uh, to get FedEx to cough up money.
0: This is a dumb question, but I'm not a lawyer. A, a criminal act comes out in a civil lawsuit. Doesn't the D.A. look at that?
1: Yeah, sometimes, but rarely not. The, 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 the particularly my my anecdotal experience is is that if the if the criminal, if the if the district attorney knows it's being handled civilly, they're much, much less inclined to bring a criminal case. They I figure, uh, you know, and, and then when you're going after a company, it's always very hard from a criminal standpoint to find someone in the company to hold accountable.
2: Right. But right. what's crazy about it is like, as what Spike just read points out, they're modern vehicles. They have ODB2 software. You plug any laptop into it, and it just reads off the engine computer what the mileage is. This would have
1: been discovered by everybody. You know what I mean? Like, If criminals were smart, leave them in.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, it's 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 a pretty dumb fraud. It is. your you're FedEx.
0: There's a guy named Tom. I'm here on the drive site, and uh, Tom Layton, the original plaintiff, he says he is. Um, is talking about, well, why didn't you check these scanners? Uh, Why didn't you check the cars at auction? The auction houses would not let them plug in scanners or any engine scan tools before the auction. Hmm, maybe
1: there could be a middleman who takes the vehicles from FedEx and then brings them to auction. This may be uh, there could be another layer involved in this.
0: Have you ever thought when you see the FedEx guys driving in your neighborhood? Oh, I should buy that thing. <laughs> that guy's no. eating in and crashing and God no. knows what else he's doing in it. I know when he's
1: done with it. I want that. It's like buying a rental car from fleet sales. You don't do it.
0: Have you ever noticed who the worst driver is between the UPS and the FedEx guy as far as speeders in your neighborhood? There's a third one. Amazon. Uh, DHS. DHS. I don't know what they're doing to DHS guys, but my guys in our neighborhood are doing 90 miles an hour up the road. It's wrong.
1: I'm going to use them for my bag.
2: <laughs> they're like, I'm like, what? Just slow down, man. Slow down. I noticed the Amazon guys seem to be the most amateur and the most uh, crashing into shit. Ten thousand percent Absolutely. Yeah, but that
0: they're generally nice. And I, I like all the Amazon people in our neighborhood.
1: Way more, way more Amazon lawsuits than any of the other companies. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: I have a good relationship with my uh, UPS driver. I know everybody. I know my mailman. <laughs> and uh, I have one or two FedEx guys and ladies that I know. The The DHS guy is the one I'm trying to track down. What's that Does movie? There... With the. Uh... <laughs> Robin Williams chasing the speeding guy through the neighborhood. <laughs> that That's me. World According to Garp. Mm-hmm. That's me with the with the DHS guy. I don't know what he's smoking, but he needs uh, talking to. Yeah, that's
2: I, I would I, I'm kind of anecdotally agreeing with Zuckerman's evidence. though. So I just see these Amazon guys. There's, there's like a hole at the bottom of my hill that like I've seen two different Amazon vans back into and it's pretty <laughs> easy to avoid. <laughs> They just don't seem to care. I, I think I think Zuckerman,
1: right. They're all third party. Amazon. Yeah, they're pretty much independent. They're doing their own thing. It's it's, you know, you, if you could get into UPS, you become part of a union. You make a living wage similar to to some categories of FedEx. Amazon, you've you've you're just desperate. You, yeah. you're, right. you're, you're just desperate. You, you're going to try Grubhub. You're going to try Uber. You're going to try Amazon. I
0: wish right, they would right. get rid of the reverse quack. The reverse quack makes me a little nuts. Mm. It's just such an annoying sound. And it, it probably saves lives, though. Well, I know they need a sound, but they need a better sound. <laughs>
2: Something that we hear <laughs> that's not that barking quack. So at uh, back to Pike's Peak, when they when they run EVs because they, you know, they don't make any noise, they make them run sirens. So like when you're standing on the side of the mountain watching the cars go by you'll, you know, because there's no engine noise to hear, you'll hear this, like, crazy siren going off, and that's like an electric vehicle coming up the mountain. Mm. And it's mm. like, I'm, I'm, same thing. I'm like,
1: they could get a much cooler noise.
2: Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, so.
0: we've done a show, gentlemen.
1: Congratulations, Ferris <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sid. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why you're congratulating me.
2: You I, if I had, was I was saying, if I had balls... I, cause I knew you were going to eventually get COVID. Uh, if I had balls, I would have done like, you know, a thousand dollars this year would have happened, but I, I would have not no have taken.
0: I didn't. Well, I wouldn't have taken a bet. I agreed with you. I agreed. This was the year I was going to get it. And I, I was right. I would have bet against me. For so, sure. So
2: it came from the gym. This is what you're,
0: you're... Oh, I have no idea. There uh, all I can tell you is I was just living my life. I was in offices last week. I was dinner at dinners. I had a sick guy had a sick little blonde kid for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it, everything. I just did whatever I wanted to do. but in my mind, I think I you know y- y- you're never gonna know, but I there's right, right. this Equinox Santa Monica. they have a lovely little gym, but upstairs they have all these windows that they could open. they just don't and it's filled with people working out and gosh. I'm there there training every day.
2: You're the third person I know this week who got it. So maybe it's surging in LA or something.
0: It is. Nobody's paying attention. Uh, Nobody cares anymore. Well, yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, anyway, thank you guys for doing the show. Appreciate it. I didn't want to get you uh, exposed. And uh, next week, hopefully we'll be back together again to do an episode in person and smoke a cigar and visit with you, you at home. We'll see you next week, Spikes Car Radio.
2: Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by
0: Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.